This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We'd like to take a moment to tell you about our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Now, let's get to the show. My name is Grace Mulvey. I'm a comedian, human woman, and lifelong fad dieter. From the moment I walked out of my mother's womb, I've been on a diet. That's 31 years of no carbs, no sugar, and no crack. It's time to say enough already. Now, I'm not saying I'm a nirvana of self-love and acceptance, by the way. But I am saying that I'm no longer willing to spend all of my time, money, and energy on fad diets. And I'm Connor Dowling, writer, filmmaker, and world-class warrior. Years of fitness models, crotch fiends, and get-thin-quick schemes have melted my brain and left me overweight and unimpressed. I've wasted years of my life obsessed with what I eat and how I look. So now, I finally know what's making me feel like crap all these years. Fad diets. We are not health experts. I repeat, we are not health experts. We are just here to talk about and laugh at our experiences of bullshit diets. Disclaimer, please, whatever you do, don't hurt yourself with any of these crazy weight loss topics we discuss in the show. This podcast won't make you thin, but it might make you laugh. Welcome to Fat Camp. Okay, so this week's episode, Connor, we decided to go on a bit of a different track because up until now we've basically been discussing diets, um, food, everything like that. But this time we decided to focus a little bit on the exercise part of it because you can have part of fad dieting is actually also fad exercises, fad exercise trends, all this sort of stuff. Um, and one of the biggest ones of the last few years, and I, I don't think any person can say they haven't heard about this uh, exercise trend, is CrossFit. Um, it's just become huge in the last few years, particularly in Ireland. It just exploded. There was just like CrossFit gyms everywhere. Um, I, I, exactly. I just remember driving around a few years ago and every gym would have a CrossFit banner or CrossFit would be yeah. worked into the name in some way. You know, and I think there's still a lot of gyms around Dublin that still have that like name worked into their, oh, yeah. their own banner. And one thing about a CrossFit gym is straight away, you know, that's expensive. Like as in a membership there is going to be incredibly expensive. And we'll go into a little more later because I basically did CrossFit. So I came up, I kind of pitched this episode idea. I was a member of a CrossFit gym um, a while back. The price of it is going to shock you, Connor, but we'll go into that a little bit later. Before we kind of get into all that, let's just talk a little bit about what CrossFit is. Because I actually think, although a lot of people have heard about CrossFit, they might know exactly what it entails and why it was its own kind of basic um like gym trend. What what makes it different from just working out, yeah. right? Yeah. Um so CrossFit is a branded fitness regime uh, created by Greg Glassman, who by the way is an absolute character. It is a registered trademark of CrossFit Inc, which was founded by Glassman and Lauren Jenny in 2000. I think that's his ex-wife now. Um Greg Glassman, um, he's a former gymnast himself and personal trainer who has described himself as a rabid libertarian. First first red flag. Um, The very first CrossFit workouts were... Oh yeah, this is a a fun fact actually. The very first CrossFit workouts were done for a sheriff's department in Santa Cruz. The department got wind of Glassman's exercise mentality and called him up to train officers. And actually still to this day, they do have quite a link with military with the military and policemen in terms of like their kind of like I don't know what they kind of offer and what they name things after so CrossFit CrossFit is promoted as both a physical exercise philosophy and a competitive fitness sport incorporating elements from high intensity interval training Olympic weightlifting powerlifting gymnastics and other exercises 
is practiced by members of thousands of affiliated gyms, roughly half of which are located in the United States. Surprise, surprise. CrossFit has been criticized for allegedly causing people to suffer from unnecessary injuries and exertional rhabdomyolysis, a possible life-threatening breakdown of muscle from extreme exertion. It's a mouthful that you don't want. (laughs) And any affiliation for trainers requires an application process with an essay and a yearly fee plus instructors complete training courses. I really want to know what the essay would be. <laughs> as in oh. like as in like I like training. I like lifting things. I like putting things down. <laughs> like what How exactly? to get turned by Connor Dowling. <laughs> I'd love if it was like please provide a dissertation of Sylvia Platt's uh po- poetry and you're like what? <laughs> I just want to, I just want to train. Like, I don't understand. Ever Explain since to- the days of our ancestors, people have been doing burpees <laughs> in order to stay fit, to hunt those deadly tigers. I imagine a lot of them start like that. So CrossFit workouts typically combine explosive exercises done in a circuit format. Uh, so also known as circuit training. One exercise follows right after the next with very little rest in between. Each session can be as short as five to 15 minutes, which is one of the attractive things for anyone who's like, you know, trying to lose weight, but doesn't want to spend their life in the gym. The main CrossFit exercises involve the whole body and include pushing, pulling, running, rowing and squatting. And my God, there is a lot of different types of squats that we can get into later. There, I didn't I didn't, who knew there were so many ways to squat? Yeah, I know. I can and think like, of like two. <laughs> no, they really find like fair play to the exercise industry. They've really found a way of working those um, muscles in your legs, you know? Yeah, a phone book f- full of squats. Um, there are hundreds of CrossFit exercises. Here are a few examples. Power cleans, burpees, thrusters and the snatch. Which, which needs no like further explanation. Yeah. The snatch sounds like what's what's that um Guy Ritchie Doyle book? Oh, the snapper. The snapper, yeah. I just the snatch <laughs> sounds like this weird follow-up book that never got published <laughs> by <laughs> Roddy Doyle. Reason. Um the snatch actually genuinely brings horrors back to me from my time in CrossFit. It really was one of the worst exercises. Um, can't wait to hear about it. Seriously. So in terms of philanthropy, um they call, by the way, these um, CrossFit affiliated gyms boxes, as in like the head of CrossFit would call them boxes. So he'd be like, okay. oh, there's thousands of boxes around the world. Um, they do have like philanthropic um, arms of their uh, organization. Um, they do an annual Memorial Day Murph and Barbells for Boobs, which is for breast cancer, but also uh, my favorite name for the name of a charity, <laughs> Barbells <laughs> for Boobs. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said it. <laughs> Trusters for tits. Um, <laughs> snatch cross- for your snatch. <laughs> um, CrossFit's official fundraising arm, CrossFit for Hope, funnels 100% of the donations to fighting childhood cancer, providing education in Kenya and other charitable ventures. So, you know. Oh, well, I can't make them. a joke about that. You could try. Well, I won't. <laughs> Some controversy now. On June 4th, 2014, CrossFit uploaded a parody video to their Facebook page of Jesus, featuring concepts such as the Holy Trinity of exercise. Yasmin Havitz wrote in the Huffington Post that some viewers are outraged at the disrespectful use of a Christian symbol, with one user asking, on what planet is it comical or encouraged to mock someone's beliefs? Yeah, really like, not gonna we would go absolutely to... never do that. We would never yeah. do that. Oh, no, I'd never. Oh, God, no. never. God, yeah. never take the Lord's name in vain. Jesus. Ooh, Jesus Christ, in... no. <laughs> Connor, <laughs> fucking Dowling, no. Um, in, June, in June 2018, CrossFit fired its chief knowledge officer, Russell Berger, which is a great name for someone who works in fitness, yes. after Berger <laughs> disparaged the LGBT community on Twitter. Berger's tweet followed the closure. Please don't make me read his tweet because then I'll join him in the cancellation group. But uh, Berger's tweet followed the closure of a CrossFit location in Indianapolis due to the backlash it faced after canceling a special LGBT Pride Month workout. Uh, Berger wrote on Twitter, okay, as someone who personally believes celebrating Pride is a sin. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, these are not my words, but this is Berger said, Pride is a sin and he'd like to personally encourage hashtag CrossFit, 
CrossFit infiltrate for standing by their infections, their convictions and refusing to host an at Indie Pride workout. The into- this is a long tweet. The intolerance of the LGBTQ ideology toward any alternative views is mind blowing. The tweet triggered angry responses, understandably, uh, denouncing Berger as a bigot and pressuring CEO Glassman t- for him to be fired. Berger was first placed on unpaid leave, but was later fired by Glassman, who publicly condemned Berger. So okay. essentially this like CrossFit gym we're trying to do. So like CrossFit do these workouts, right? And they're usually named after women or as we'll find out later, like military officers who died in combat. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So they were trying to do one called like, I think Indie Pride. So it's just basically for Pride Month, you know, just a yeah. little workout. And he, because he thinks pride is a sin, which I'm going to he say, but he might be hiding. pride is a sin. Yeah, which might be hiding behind, you know, something else. Yeah. He did, he was happy that this um, CrossFit gym wouldn't do it. And they, by the way, had to then, this CrossFit gym in Indianapolis had to close down because there was such uproar in the fact that they were, were refusing to do it. Um. It's such a small thing. My God, like, do you know what I mean? Like something, what a weird thing to die on a hill for. Um, But this isn't the only thing. These are kind of like the first few things about CrossFit that sort of started a bit of controversy. But the big one happened this year, actually. And I think a few people might have heard of it. On June 6, 2020, the founder of CrossFit, Greg Glassman, tweeted, it's Floyd 19. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. In response to a tweet from the Institute um, for Health Metrics and Evaluation at the University of Washington that states that racism and discrimination are critical public health issues that demand an urgent response. So his uh, reply to that tweet was, it's Floyd 19. Glassman's tweet was widely panned. Many CrossFit affiliated gyms around the world responded by ending their affiliation, which is a huge thing. And Reebok also announced they will be end their corporate association with CrossFit. Um, they sponsored the CrossFit Games. Glassman also hosted a criticised Zoom call with CrossFit gym owners where he propounded conspiracy theories about COVID-19 and claimed that George Floyd had been killed as part of an elaborate cover-up of counterfeiting unre- unrelated to racism. On June 9th, 2020, Glassman resigned as CEO. Then two weeks later, announced that he put the company up for sale. What um, I would not give to uh, have been on that Zoom call. I mean, oh, stop. Oh, could you yeah. imagine? That yeah. would have been entertaining, if not cringy. And, yeah. you know, he, these guys are all breaking the golden rule. Like, never mix politics with getting a sweet six pack. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, you got to keep your beliefs outside of the gym, bro. <laughs> never shit where you work out that's that's where i always say come on you know if you're gonna get shredded don't get shredded over your political beliefs like that on twitter on twitter like completely (laughs) it's such a once again what a this man who like crossfit we're gonna talk about it more is really like almost like a religion to some people like it really is when you get into crossfit gyms you'll find that there's this huge um community it's a real sort of like it, it actually when you talk talk to people who start CrossFit it's actually like they're almost talking about like Scientology or something but they're like you know they get really invested in the people the lifestyle it's yeah. a whole thing so it's very their whole thing is pushing inclusivity and you know bringing people together so this really weird thing that the head of the company would have these sort of like odd or heads of the company would have like odd views on lgbtq or racism like even the very like why would you respond to that by saying floyd 19 it's such a weird thing and then also it's it's a kamikaze like it's torpedoing your entire company whether that's your crazy ass belief or not it's like who would be if if you're trying to keep you know making money it doesn't make sense like you know even on that level and like this all sounds so uh, recent as well obviously we're talking covid we're talking you know June 2020 uh, yeah yeah, yeah and, like, and also so, what a bad time to try and sell a gym company a gym when all the gyms are closing yeah closing their doors i know it's mad so crossfit i joined crossfit at a very kind of like odd time in my life um I was just out of college. It was rain. Once again, I was like, <laughs> you know, kind of doing loads of unpaid internships and things like that. And uh, I was really, you know, that after college period of your life where you're sometimes just trying to find your people. And because, you, you know, you've gone from that real nice cocoon of college and you don't really know what's going on. Listen, there's more sitcoms out there better than you can name. 
CrossFit, I was like, I just like I just saw these gyms pop up and I just was like, God, this must be like the new thing um, to do. So I joined and like very quickly got like really involved in it and everything like that. But <laughs> it is like a complete lifestyle. Like it re- people who are really into CrossFit are there all the time. Like I remember coming to the gym and just being like, do you live here? Like, and I, like these are people with jobs, with kids, like and their kids would be there. Like it was like a what? whole family thing. Oh yeah, it was just, and their That's kids gotta be a health hazard. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, everyone did the paleo diet, which we're going to talk about in a bit. That was like, Every single person there seemed to be on the paleo diet. It was the thing to do. Basically, it was like you signed up and you paid a minimum per month, as per most um, gyms, but you did classes. So you'd have to book in for classes. I would be doing very early morning classes. There's a huge thing about strength um, in CrossFit. It really is like all pushed on strength. As we said, like they do high intensity training. So hit training, but with strength in between it. Their workouts were insanely intense insane insane about also like i have to say it was very nice in the way when i joined 60 percent of um crossfit members are women it was the first time i ever was a part of anything where it was there was more women really there than men and um, i can't even explain how that was but it really was they really do push you they have like personal best you you'd arrive to a class and you'd never know what you're doing so bar like i know yes. that once a week you have to do like olympic weightlifting <laughs> So I'm gen- like with women. zero like <laughs> like thought on technique or like uh, yeah. preparations like and, off you go squat the mountain to, do you know what I have to say right that was one thing I noticed when I joined the CrossFit you did have an introductionary thing you know but okay. by that you really would go into classes and like it was like you were there were very experienced people and you know they'd be like right do the snatch which was like pull Sounds this like massive a fun dance <laughs> do, do, do the spaghetti Everybody and do you're like snatch. what <laughs> do that do the mashed potato and you're like what the fuck is the mashed potato <laughs> but i do remember that about joining in it's like it's almost like a zumba class or something like that it's like oh it's just fun for everyone everyone follow along but you're like doing this like life-threatening like moves that your body probably yeah. shouldn't even be doing in the first place definitely i i think you know maybe i don't sometimes they asked is there anyone new here but actually most of the time they didn't i do remember every so often just being like hey can you show me what the hell i'm doing and like even before say you put weights on something you'd be talking about a 15 kilo bar that you're like yeah bending down to pick up very quickly snatching up and like squatting and then putting over your head and you'd have to do what they would do they'd be like do that like 15 times as quickly as you can in the next two minutes so you'd be like oh, in the next two minutes, I have to get as many of them done as possible. So it wasn't even like just technique. It was also speed. So these things were just, they were, it was just incredibly intense, right? I remember w- coming in one time and I was on the juice fast off, like, I'm a No, are you serious? I was, this around the time of the juice fast. I came Diet's in. Diet's no, colliding. Diet's this colliding. This is like worlds colliding right here. Oh my God. I once again kind of looked like a flipping jellyfish because I was so bloody translucent from all the juices. Came in and I had to do 100 burpees. When I say I nearly passed out, one of the trainers came over to me and uh, was like, you know, I just sort of said, like, oh, I'm just finding like, a bit hard today. And he goes, OK. And he's like, have you eaten? And I, you know, what he really meant was, have you eaten a paleo muffin or whatever? And I was like, no. But like, I was like, I've, I'm on a juice fast. And his face dropped. Like, he was like, we would not recommend that you do a juice fast and do this, which he's totally right. But what's sure. so funny to me about diet culture is I ha- you have people on one side saying juice fasts are the best thing since sliced bread. And they're which the you're only- not allowed to have. Sorry. <laughs> and they're the only way forward. And then you go into this other, also claiming to be equally healthy place like CrossFit. And they're like, oh, we would we would recommend the paleo diet, which is a they're paleo like, those, diet. Those juice cleanses, are so crazy and extreme. Now, quick, let's do a hundred burpees without yes. stopping. That's what I mean. It's so true, isn't it? It's like, oh, and now do like 50 snatches in a minute. And you're like, what? Yeah. Like, anyway. Don't know what a snatch is? Doesn't matter. <laughs> you got one on you, babes. But yeah. <laughs> one time, I'll never forget this, right? I was um, in a class and it was one of the kind of Olympic weightlifting classes. And this is the class where you'd be looking to do your personal best. So what that meant is it wouldn't be about trying to do as many um reps it would be more about trying to get as heavy a weight on in a rep right 
I was spotting this woman. Now, once again, spotting was not exactly explained to me in the sense that I was like, they were like, oh, well, if she gets into trouble, you help her. Now, this woman. Oh, no. Was very slight. And the weight she was lifting, like fair play to her, she was just, she was squatting. like She, she was doing a back squat. So she had the bar oh, God, across yeah. her shoulders, right? And then she was squatting down and standing up. I think, no, I can't quite remember, but I remember she, she I think she put 90 on. Oh like she, God. as in for her what? personal best, she started at 60. I think I remember that. And then she worked up and then she was getting to 90. Right. So that was an incredible weight. And like, she's a that's like a fully woman. grown man. Yeah, uh, exactly. That she's lifting like a fireman lift. basically. Yeah, like. exactly. And I'm sure she's doing, doing it emotionally in relationships, but she hasn't quite done it physically yet. So, <laughs> so she, I'm really happy with that joke. So she, um, went to do that right and I was just standing there fucking petrified because like the tra- there's only two trainers per class so the trainers were off helping those other people anyway she squatted down and then she went she tried to get back up she almost fell oh, and she went I can't oh. up can't get up she can't get up can't get up help me help me and I was like and what you're meant Anakin. to do is just you're meant to just let go of the weight but the way she was holding it, it if she let go too quickly it would have snapped her fingers back so she was afraid to let go she didn't know quite how to get out of this oh I know what you mean yeah so then she was like help help and I just didn't know what to do because I was like I can't lift that weight like I'm spotting you but I can't do anything about this like I can't take this off you so then I just and I was really new and I just uh, help <laughs> like I was sort of like help help excuse me excuse, you know like I was too timid at the time when now I'd just be like ah like help her so I just uh, excuse me excuse me and then she just eventually fell backwards and let the thing go back but she was shouting at me she was like get someone like do something and I was like uh like I just I just panicked oh, no and I just was like god like they let me this newbie who like fucking didn't know anything basically spot a woman who was like going for a personal best like I just remember now looking back I'm like I like I didn't have a clue what I was doing like I definitely should not have been in charge of looking after someone else there um and that woman never walked again oh yeah no oh she died oh, oh, oh sorry on sorry. the spot I mean, on, anyway. on the spot <laughs> her personal best was also her final <laughs> her personal best was the best she was ever going to do because unfortunately no um <laughs> she didn't make it I also haven't even gotten onto the cost yet. So they were really pushing the paleo diet. I do remember that. Um, uh, very quickly, I'm just going to mention the paleo diet. Um, the paleo diet or caveman diet or stone age diet, as it's also been known, is a famous modern... Famous for their long lifespans. Famous for their long lives. Everyone knows that someone from the paleolithic time, I mean, they got to 30, but I mean, what a full 30 years. We should definitely the be... ripe old age of 30. Yeah, which is... I'm 31. Um, so... <laughs> It's a modern fad diet consisting of foods thought to mirror those eaten during the Paleolithic era. It's yeah. basically following a diet similar to our ancestors um, before the invention of fast food or before humans even began farming grains. So that's another thing. They don't, they don't eat grains or anything like that. Before the invention of fast food in 200 AD. Yeah, exactly. McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Fast food actually probably was when Jesus was like the loaves to fishes very quickly. That's fast food. <laughs> Jesus turned a loaf of bread and fish into a load of fish fillets. Yeah, and that then, of course, was the first McDonald's. Um, The diet avoids processed food and typically includes vegetables, fruits, nuts, roots and meat. Meat's huge and excludes dairy products, grains, sugar, legumes, processed oil, salt and alcohol. So like it's a real fun ride, this diet. Um. There's loads of like, there's, it kind of, it started in the 70s. There was a book about the Stone Age diet and it's become like, I don't know about you, but like, do you remember this was the thing? This was the diet a few years ago. That Everyone was book, doing paleo. That book in the 70s that you're talking about, that is the book that is responsible for this modern idea that our, you know, thousands of years ago, ancestors were all into meat. They ate loads of meat. Yeah. You know, all the women were off eating twigs and berries and all the <laughs> men were all hunting meat. And because, just because one dude wrote this book in the 70s and it was like, yeah, they Which probably... Which is called like, the Stone Age diet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. probably ate just like loads of like meat and that was like totally awesome. And now everyone's yeah. like, well, you know, that's what our ancestors did. It's like, yeah, our ancestors also 
didn't see their 30th birthdays. Yeah. Because they were all yeah. crammed and, full of meat. You know, they also had really high, um, you know, really high mortality rate when it came to like giving birth. Like, I'm not saying that we should maybe do everything that they did back then. I'm sure, sure they had some great ideas. I love fire. Like, you know what I mean? Like fire. Yeah, yeah it, No fire. one can argue. Keep the fire. Maybe, <laughs> maybe dump the diet that they did. Also, I'm like, it's like, it's like when someone goes, in my day, we had to walk 40 miles. It's like, well, that's great. But now we've come up with this public transport system that's much better. And I'm frankly delighted. Like, I don't think we all need to walk 40 miles a day. But, and they um, definitely weren't burping or snatching or pulling or whatever yeah, they called it. You exactly. I mean? They, they, they kind of fucking burping. <laughs> they didn't. Burps. They sort of didn't. Yeah, why are you so obsessed with burpees? Did you have some issue with a burpee? Now it's time for Burpee Corner with Connor Dowling and Grace Mulvey. <laughs> a, bur- a burpee killed my family. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that's the sort of diet that they would be. Like mad for avocados, like a, a really a big push for avocados, which has caused the kind of avocado craze of the last few years as oh, well. Oh, big time, yeah. Yeah, that became a huge thing. But that's the kind of the diet that they were pushing really into like your meats and dairy was a huge no-no. Grains, grains were a big no-no. Like it was, I, I there was actually, and there's a big pushback now because a lot of the athletes that are in CrossFit need a lot more carbohydrates than the paleo diet could give them um, oh God, yeah. but it was that type of diet where you know for a really long time their avocados have become such a big thing they were like oh have you tried the avocado mousse the chocolate mousse where you put like a little bit of cocoa powder in an avocado don't <laughs> yeah. do it there's much yeah. nicer things to eat in life but you know every day and I would notice as well in the CrossFit thing they had their own like social society in the gym Okay, yeah. I never became that involved in it I actually found the whole cross like I you know, I always think like, I have friends outside of this. I, I don't want to, like, no offense. Like, I'm not being rude, but like, I love a workout, but I'm not going to, like, I I go there and like, there'd be people hanging out there for hours eating paleo banana muffins. And, oh, like, that's, you know what? That's when the kind of f- phenomenon of cafes started springing up in all these gyms. You know, that yeah. you go to these gyms yeah. and there's like so, one person who is absolutely not, uh, trained in working in a cafe is like making people smoothies and <laughs> yes, like serving people yeah, like yeah. you know avocado nuts or whatever yeah. the hell the thing is and that's, that's where oh, also that's, the al- massive thing for alternative milks came from it, that's really? the paleo oh yeah oh, because the paleo they don't days, do dairy yeah they don't do dairy so like right. the oat milk um coconut you know anything like that yeah. even though they kind yeah. of like because nuts nuts are a huge thing so oh, any yeah. kind of almond massive milk nuts. all that sort of stuff yeah massive nuts in there um yeah, and also they, I remember there was like a CrossFit Christmas party that I didn't go to because I was... That sounds so depressing. It's so depressing because I didn't know what they were going to drink. Like, could I get wasted on almonds? Like, I, I kind of couldn't, like, you know, and not that you have to get wasted, but I enjoy a drink and like... They might have had you. eggnog that was just all eggs. Because <laughs> you know they were mad for their eggs, right? Their oh, Those eggs paleos. are huge. Yeah, exactly. I, do, I suppose, yeah, it was it was um, a really odd time. Like you go in, you wouldn't know what you were actually going in for, which was a huge thing. So you could be going in for quite a maybe a light exercise, but there were the times you were completely unprepared for the fact that you were going in for an incredibly tough exercise. Another thing I also have a huge issue with with any exercise thing, I don't know if I've mentioned it before, is if you're a woman that no one talks to you about where you are in your cycle. So you could be sure. booking in to go do an Olympic weightlifting class, which you kind of had to do once a week, right? And they'd never go, because by the way, women, um, if you're, if, I can't remember the names of the cycles, there's like a lateral stage and something else. But if you're two weeks before your period, you're about, you're in a phase um, where I think you lose something like 27% of your strength. You're much weaker. Um, it's just okay, the way yeah. your body's Because your body's diverting that energy to other processes in your reproductive system. Yeah, it's, it's getting ready for no baby to be in there in my case. But you know what I mean? For others, it might be like, oh, your your eggs preparing for, you know. That baby's baby. going to be jacked, though. <laughs> that baby is going to be ripped. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? Your body is just going through a certain process. Like they never mentioned that. They never asked that. And I always find that sort of. That thing kind of funny because, it, you know, CrossFit is 60% women. Where was that knowledge of someone going like, okay, you need to do your personal best or you're not reaching your personal best. No one would ever turn around to you and go, where are you in your cycle? Like, uh, There should sorry. be a personal best and a period best. So 
the best you can do when you're in your, your PB. If you are on your period right this time, I just think they should give you a bunch of plates that you can go outside and smash and it'll be your personal best of how many plates you can smash. Like that's probably burn some calories doing that. Like, oh my you know, God, get yeah. Bit of Rage burns a lot in. of calories. Rage burns a lot of calories in my opinion, you know? Um, but yeah, like things like that where, you know, I just never, I was like, CrossFit was so, you know, they te- they seem to know so much about how to build muscle and all this. And yet something as basic as 60% of your client base, you didn't ask them as something that actually really matters when it comes to their strength. Like as much, you know, like, you know, women and men, their bodies work differently. Do you know what I mean? So that I found really unusual. But anyway. Um, it, but just just in your head, like, how does that work? Like, because I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, they're, you know, are they going, they're not going to, you don't want them to announce that at the start of the class, right? You don't want them to be like, okay, hands no, up, has like, a period. But you could just be like, you know. Well, what, like, when it what? comes to, when it comes to like, say a personal best. So personal best yes. is a really big thing, which is you are trying to. And is to, this being tracked? This is, is this being yeah, written oh, down yeah, on the board? Yeah, okay, and yeah, you, sure. you would track it you. yourself. Like I, yeah. I think got to like 60 kg, 70 of kg squatting. with a back squat because my legs, I have the legs of an, of a her- Herculean <laughs> athlete. Um, but I just have a lot of strength in my legs, right? Um, so watch out, guys. I'll, I'll, I'll kick the shit. No, I'm joking. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I I remember that really clearly, my personal best, because I remember the day that I was able to do it. So you would track that yourself, but they'd only do that at certain times. Like, it wouldn't, you wouldn't do that every week because, like, you're building that strength up through... Sure repetition and stuff so then you'd have that one day maybe it was like i think it was every two weeks or three weeks that they'd be like right we're having a personal best session oh, okay yeah and like there'd only be once again you have to book into these classes so there's only so many people in your class and there's like two trainers you can go the trainers can, if there's some reason why you can't reach your personal best i have no problem with a trainer who by the way isn't announcing it in front of a class like there might be two people to a bar do you know what i mean like there's a very small class so like you're not talking about them announcing it to 50 people but actually, I also do have a thing about the fact that periods should be something that are much more widely discussed in terms of like particularly oh, with exercise. Like there shouldn't be an issue with your with your trainer coming up to you and going, and so they don't have to announce it on the fucking, they don't have to have a megaphone, do you know what I mean, for some reason, and being like, sorry, just gonna, but we need a period. That'd be period fun chat. That'd be more fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there's like a red light for the period. If someone has a period, <laughs> a red light goes off in the gym. But you know what I mean? Like there shouldn't be anything wrong with your trainer coming up and go, sorry, I just wonder where you are in your cycle. Like, yeah. because yeah. if you're in the first two weeks of your cycle, you will your body will be functioning as normal and you should be able to hit your personal best. If you're in the last two weeks, your body isn't functioning as normal because it's coming up to your, like a certain stage in your cycle where you're preparing for your period, basically. So, you know what I mean? Like, you don't even need to say the word period if it makes you uncomfortable, but you can be like, oh, I'm in like this stage or, or actually I'm only, I'm just finished so I should be fine or I'm coming up to it in a week's time. Like that is, if you are paying the money, which I'm going to tell you now how much I was paying a month for this sort of thing, particularly it was, I don't think we had a female trainer. We had all male trainers. It really bothers me that this isn't a thing that personal trainers or trainers in CrossFit gyms or just in general talk about. You have female clients. You should know this. The body is like, you know what I mean? Like there are differences between the body of men and women. This should be one of the things that you know about. You know? Absolutely. And it sounds like it was kind of created by a couple of dudes, you know. Um, yeah. So that probably wasn't top of their priority. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, I'm Keith Duffy from Ireland's number one boy band sensation of beautiful boys, Boyzone, and founder of Tireland Talent. But I'm here today to tell you about a way you can get rid of unwanted tires. Now, we're not doing a trade-in special here in the garage, but we have started a new health and fitness venture in me ma's back garden. See, I'm not talking about the literal tires on your car. 
I'm talking about the figurative tyres around your waist composed of unsightly abdominal fat. How are we gonna shave those extra few pounds off you might ask? Easy. Introducing the latest breakthrough in sports science and fat loss wizardry, CrossFit training. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Keith, hasn't CrossFit been around for years? And will you record a birthday message for me ma or girlfriend on Instagram stories? But the truth is, this is Ireland, and we get everything years after the Yanks do. So if it's new to me, it's new to science, and hence the world of health and fitness magic. <laughs> and yes, I will record that birthday message for your ma or girlfriend on Instagram stories, for the right price. So come down to me CrossFit gym on the long mile road beside Maxall, and train with me for a reason. Let the reason be love handles. Keith Duffy or any member of the boys' own gym will not be making any appearances at the men's own gym and any weight loss from working out in the vicinity of Keith Duffy will result in a lawsuit and restraining order. Grace, tell me, what kind of money are we talking here? Oh, I always feel so embarrassed when it comes to this part um, about how much Don't, money Don't, this is a cost. safe place. This is a safe place to share a financial um, I It won't go beyond us except for the podcast of people listening. Yes. Um, the monthly, and I was on, I think, the lowest, which was three classes a week. Okay. I'm pretty sure from my memory, it was okay. three classes a week. Yeah. 170 euro a month. Oh, holy Connor Dowling. Oh my God. That is, yeah. that is a shocking amount. 170 a month. Like, where's this money yeah. coming from? And you, this is, you said, is this when you left college, was it? So I, I, had left college, I was doing the juice fast. I was basically I would be able to pay a certain amount and then my parents would pay the rest. I have an incredibly that's, privileged thing to do. That's fair enough. I get that. I get that. That that is okay. And like, yeah, geez, don't feel any shame over it because we've all been there. It's just 170 month like 170 a year for a gym. To me, yeah. that's a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know I, what else about these yeah. CrossFit gyms? It's not as if they're kitted out with all the equipment. Half no. of the uh, exercises are bloody bodyweight exercises that you could yeah. potentially do at home so obviously you're paying for the trainers you're paying for the rent of the building mm. and then you're lining the pockets of these like radical libertarians um <laughs> you know so radical libertarians floyd i paid for floyd 19 is what i bloody paid for um <laughs> i didn't do it for a long time the money became an, an issue um it was an issue i could pay it all myself um i at that time and i will really say this i was in the height of disordered eating the height yeah. of um I had a huge what you call it um where you can't see yourself properly. What's it called? Dysmorphia. Dysmorphia, body dysmorphia. Body dysmorphia. I was I was uh had just come out of motivation, which I we'll talk about in another episode, but that had really um messed me up in in many ways. And I was like just looking. I couldn't understand. My body was in this real weird phase where it was like it didn't know what was going on. It was like in sort of starvation mode where it wouldn't lose any more weight regardless of what I did. So I thought if I changed my body composition, it would make everything better. You know, a lot of people yeah. have this mind frame. All they're focused on is their um, appearance and they think if they can get their appearance under control, everything else will be fine. So CrossFit really as a sort of like, and it is a kind of like this all-encompassing gym you know what I mean I'm not saying don't do it you know what I mean like it's great but I found that it was perfect for my mentality at that time which was I wanted something all-encompassing and um, now looking back like yeah I liked it and it was fun and um, a lot of people find many friendships there it just was um I found it once again very narrowing a very narrow way of thinking about health like the fact that it was like paleo 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 and I was like I didn't really want to get into this paleo thing because I was like already have been in, on such a restrictive diet before that I kind of wanted to just focus on, you know, maybe getting a bit, you know, I, a bit stronger. I was probably by far the biggest person there at the time. And I'd say I was a size 12 um, at that time. There, they, Did you find, is there a big kind of like, or at least for uni, was there like a big aesthetic side to it as well? That, you know, the people who oh. are going there, they're very firm, they're toned, they, yeah. you know, there's all these videos of people squatting and showing yeah. off their behinds and all that. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. And, and all the workout gear. And it's all very kind of like... um uh, you're showcasing, you know, your physique as opposed to just, oh, I'm going to yeah. try to get my fitness up. 
I could kind of tell there was some other people like me who were just sort of like, oh, we just kind of want to get a bit fit. Yeah. But a majority of them were, and like the best workout gear. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, and they had the CrossFit runners, which we'll talk about in a second now, like runners that are just for weightlifting, which by the way, on the first day were mentioned to me, you're going to need special runners. That oh, is Jesus. also another thing that might piss me off considering I'm spending so much money on this. The whole thing, we've talked about it before, this investment thing, yes. this whole thing of like, oh, well, you're investing in this. So you might as well invest another 90 quid on runners. And you're like, this there's is always just, an upsell. There's, there's always, always like, an upsell. Yeah. I'm already spending 170 quid a month. Yeah. And on the first day you're going, oh, here's another bloody 90 quid. Yeah. You're going to have to spend every couple of months when we bring out a new pair of shoes that are better than the last pair or whatever. Absolutely. And there was also a thing about uh, resistance bands. So like there's a huge oh, thing God. when you're doing workouts for resistance bands. Like say, yeah. uh, my big thing, I always wanted to be able to do a pull-up. I still have not been able to do a pull-up. No, one day we will do a pull-up, Grace. Oh yeah. Lift I will each pull other up, up myself and all my emotional baggage. That's yes. what I'll pull up. But they have resistance bands. They, they provide them to you, but they're like, it's probably better if you buy one yourself. And I just was like, no, like I refuse to buy anything else on top of what I'm spending here. And that was all the, you know, all that sort of stuff it just goes on everywhere. But it really annoys me when you're paying really top dollar. I'm like, just give me a resistance band, like provide me with one on my first day if I'm spending this much money. Um, yeah, it was, I- it was, uh, it was like because I, I, I really love exercise I'm such an exercise person I love strength training um and actually one thing during this whole pandemic is I've really missed strength training I haven't been able to do it I could because you know there's just certain what things you can't buy from home or you don't want to have taken up space in your house but like I now I'm just very wary of ever like even personal trainers, I kind of, I'm, I'm done with that part. It's just, it's, you feel like you're throwing money at something, you know? Like I, I have a whole, um, like oh, I could yeah. do a Ted, I could do a Ted talk on my experience with personal trainers. So <laughs> we can, we can do it. We yeah, do an we're doing another on episode on it. Yeah. I had a bit of a weird experience with CrossFit. Um, I don't think when I got involved with, with it, I was aware that it did have this kind of cult, kind of franchise kind of thing because I weirdly won one of those Facebook share and comment and like things you know uh, oh yeah share share and comment and like our post for like an eight week ab transformation package or whatever and those things were so popular a few years ago like you they were everywhere now I don't think you're allowed to do them anymore I think that's yeah they've taken that away yeah interesting because I I weirdly won one of them and it was it wasn't really um advertised as a crossfit but like the exercises and the style it was all it was probably i'd say there's just a lot of guys out there with small gyms that are like doing their own kind of like brand of crossfit um and you know of course with that promise of like getting like you know the six pack in six to eight weeks is you know an attractive thing you know for for anyone particularly for guys and i remember doing it and it's the big problem for me is like, you know, you're coming to this with whatever level of fitness you have. So let's say you're coming to it and you might not be the fittest person in the world. You've got a lot of extra weight to to lose and your like cardio fitness or your strength wouldn't be that high. And then on like day one, you're doing these like, you know, fucking Superman crunches and crucifixion like yeah. planks and all of this yeah. mad stuff that, yeah, OK, you get through it on the day. You know what I mean? You force your body through it. Yeah. on the day but then you're like crippled for the yeah. rest of the week yeah. and and how are you supposed to go back and even if you do go back you just do the same thing again so you're just like putting your body into some kind of like shock and um i just remember the workouts being so overly complicated and i think the reason for that is so they can like quote unquote engage the entire body and all of your muscle yeah. groups yeah so like for example if you're doing a burpee you know you're jumping up in the air and then going down and crawling into a push position then doing a push up and then crawling back up and then jump up yeah. jumping up again and it just feels like like it's almost like a child came up with these workouts to go like <laughs> oh what would be really crazy to do that's going to get your whole body in shape and like these things of like kettlebell swings where you're like you know squatting down and like yeah. snatching up a kettlebell like over your head like really fast it's just and you're going into it with like no training. It's so, yeah. it's so dangerous. And I felt that for the first beginners, it, it it's not really, 
these gyms as well, I also always think like from the outside, how welcoming do you think you are to people who aren't like gym yeah. literate? Because I, yeah. gyms can be incredibly um, intimidating places. Definitely. Particularly a weight section. I, I think many, many people will realize they go into a weight section. And can I just say to many of the men out there, and I'm going to say it's, it's men, who make those noises when they drop the weights, right? I have carried some heavy weights. What do they sound like? Ugh. Like, <laughs> Ugh. They're like, ah, ah. like, I'm always like. like <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do an Al Pacino. An Al Pacino no, good Nazi. morning, Vietnam. Like they're just sort of. Hua. Hua. <laughs> but they are. They're like this really guttural noise. And I always think I have dropped many weights in my time. I've never had to make that noise. That noise is well. You're really, doing it wrong, Grace. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. That noise is really intimidating to other people around you. And like these guys, feel I feel like I'm like, oh, do you own this gym? Because you act like you do. And like, bro, I totally owned the gym yesterday. But it's tough. But like then, like you can come in and you're like, you feel like, oh, I shouldn't be here. Like I shouldn't be allowed to be here. And that's kind of why also they've created women's only weight sections. Because like sometimes you can go into weight sections and you feel like there's like 20 lads around you. And you're one woman just like kind of picking up a 5K, just doing a few bicep curls, maybe doing a plank. And there's these guys like, and you're like, are we in the military? I didn't realize. (laughs) Good morning, Vietnam. You know what I mean? I'm (laughs) I'm starting to understand why they do it. It's so fun. I know what you mean. I'm... Now, to be fair, Grace, a 5 kg weight, that's a lot for me now. So, like, I mean, you know, fair play to you for, you know, <laughs> lifting in the big leagues. Well, okay. So, listen, I want to talk like that. Thank you. But it, I think, uh, I don't think it's that big of a weight. <laughs> like, I'm not putting you down, Connor. Um, <sighs> um, but I would love to sort of make these, like, very female sounding noises if I was doing, like, weights. Like, like be like, ah! <laughs> as I drop a weight and just see what the lads do like just really loud like ah! like that sort of weird noise and see if any of them react like oh that's normal like the nor- the noise you're just making it there. might be encouraged which is very worrying <laughs> definitely okay so just a few bits about the actual crossfit workouts right a little education oh, yeah. here so a lot of the CrossFit workouts are named after women. Um, Glassman's alleged explanation for the naming scheme um, is, I thought that anything that left you flat in your back, looking up at the sky and asking what just happened to me deserved a female's name. Oh workouts, boy. workouts are like storms. They wreak havoc on towns. The town being the person doing the workout, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So you're okay with wrecking havoc on people. So, there's loads of different ones. There's got, the Fran is one of the most famous. The Angie, the Helen, the Glenn um, workout of the day is, I think, named after a military serviceman. Um, but the Fran, right? Thank you right? for your service. Thank you for your service. Um, of a, Well, the country we're not in. But um, the Fran is like 21, 15, 9. So those are reps. So okay. the first round you do 21 reps. Next round 15, next round 9. Sure. The first is thrusters. Okay which are 95 or 65 LB, so pounds, okay? Yeah. What are thrusters? Basically, they're well-known um, exercises. It's a combination of a front squat and an overhead press. So you'd have the bar over your shoulders at first. You're kind of holding it up with your hands laid back on your shoulders, really. You squat down. And you're down. standing up? You're yeah, standing you're standing up. You squat yeah, down okay. your front. And then okay. when you stand up, you do it. You push it over your head. Then you do pull-ups. After that. So yeah. you're doing like 15, 21, 15, nine of them. Okay. There's also the hero workouts. Um, they're all named after naval officers, army sergeants, SEALs, and other soldiers killed in combat. Um, one is named after Michael Murphy. It's all known as the Murph. He was 29. He was killed in Afghanistan in 2005. Um, so this workout consists of a one mile run, followed by 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, and topped off with a final mile run. This is madness. Like, and yeah. can I ask you, when you were doing your CrossFit classes, did they have the thing where they're named after women and army officers? Yeah. Yeah, I did, but I didn't know that. Like, as in, yeah. they just be like, right, like today, like, this is the Angie, right? Just okay. And this one's for time. So you Angie. have to do. 
<laughs> and you'd have to do it within that song. They'd play the song and you have to get this all done within it. Um, Which is also a very kind of like mellow, downbeat kind of song. So it's really just messing with your brain. <laughs> really messing with your head. Oh, 100 pull-ups, 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups and 100 air squats. I'm sorry, but 100 pull-ups, like, I mean, some of the top yeah. fitness people cannot do 100 pull-ups. Is it that you're trying to make it to 100 pull-ups or what's happening here? So for time would mean that you were trying to beat your time before. So it okay. would be like, I'm going to do 100 pull-ups and I'm going to try and do it. Say if I did it last time in 20 minutes or whatever, I'm going to try yeah. and do it in under that. But like these, these things could take an incredible amount of time. Sometimes it's like 38 minutes, sometimes 40 minutes. So if it's like, it, it takes done. you a week to do those 100 pull-ups, it's like, you know, they'll <laughs> well, be turning off the lights, the janitor's mopping the floor around you. You're like, three! <laughs> Connor, I feel like that's what happened to you with a burpee or something. You have such an issue with a burpee. I can imagine, like, uh, you would have hated the one which was the 100 burpees. I'll never forget the day I had to do 100 that's burpees. not possible. I mean, it is, but it's crazy. But I also just think it's like, how good is that for you? Like, how good is it really to do 100 burpees realistically for your body? And this is another thing that comes into. So we mentioned before that one of the cons of CrossFit is um, some of the injuries people get. Yes. Obviously, doing this kind of strenuous training is going to cause an injury. One thing you mentioned it before, you said it better than I'm going to say it now, which was rab- <laughs> rhabdomyolysis. Can you say it? What is it? Rhabdomyolysis. Rhabdomyolysis. Thank you, Dr. Connor. Um, so... <laughs> This is one of the side effects um, that has come out of CrossFit and it can actually be lethal. So CrossFit have an unofficial and disturbing mascot called Uncle Rabdo. Uncle Rabdo. This is something I've never heard of before. What the hell is happening? Thank you. My research was deep. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds dirty. I'm really sorry. It was extensive. Um, (laughs) She went deep. (laughs) We don't really do mascots in Ireland. You know what I mean? Like unless it's like a packet of Tato crisps or something like that. I once, I worked in Build-A-Bear for like three years after college and I had to dress up as the mascot. One thing they don't tell you, you're not allowed to talk when you're a mascot. So we used to have hand signals of when we get too hot. So we had to go back into the shop. I think it was like literally looking at the person who was with you and just waving really quickly. Okay. (laughs) You couldn't talk. Basically, there was one time where... um, our mascot and Hanley's, the toy shop uh, mascot, were out at the same time and Hanley's mascot fainted. <laughs> they had to drag them back in. That's wonderful. I can't believe I'm only finding this out about you I now. Know, I know. Mr. Tato spotted me when I was in a deadlifting competition once, but that's the closest <laughs> I can get to any of that mascot stuff. Is that a joke? What? I wish it was true. I wish it was true. Oh my God, Connor. I so wish it was true. Um, Okay, so Uncle Rabdo is a cartoon commonly referenced in CrossFit literature. Um, He's a clown, basically. And uh, the cartoon depicts an exhausted yet well-muscled clown connected to a dialysis machine standing next to some workout equipment. Wait, wait, wait. he's connected to a dialysis machine? His kidney has fallen out and lies on the floor underneath him along with a portion of his bowel. He's left a pool of blood on the floor. A portion of his bowel? Yeah. He's left a pool of blood. (laughs) That's so upsetting. I'm sorry (laughs) for that. It's so upsetting. He's left a pool of blood on the floor below him, but it's not clear if it's from the disembowelment or the kidney's arterial supply. Um, Basically, this is meant to represent rhabdomyolysis. I'm pronouncing them Rabdo- really well. Uh, I, so it's essentially it. that CrossFit have an unofficial mascot, which they're aware that this thing can happen. And it's sort of to say, well, you're taking it in your own hands if you're going to do this, right? Basically, under extreme conditions, they, what this means, this condition is under extreme conditions, your muscle cells explode. They die. They leach protein out of the bloodstream, including one form called um, myoglobin, uh, your kidneys take up the job of clearing up the dangerous proteins from the blood. Um, unfortunately, the myoglobin proteins aren't designed to be in the blood in the first place and they can easily overload the kidney. This can produce injury or death um, to all or part of the kidney in a short amount of time and potentially can be lethal. Basically, the, luff, the muscles are left damaged or dying and they won't um, heal in the same way. That Your muscles will never be the same again. They won't like go back to the kind of same place that they started from it can, it can basically if it's not lethal it can also be just a serious amount of trouble for you um 
as early as 2005, the New York Times documented um, that this was associated with the culture of CrossFit in a piece called Getting Fit Even If It Kills You. And it had a gem of a quote, which I just had to use, which was, um, so they, they just picked one person. Um, yet six months later, Mr. Anderson, a former army ranger, was back in the gym performing the very exercise that nearly killed him. I was put, I was, I see pushing my body to the point where muscles destroy, destroy themselves as a huge benefit of CrossFit, he said. What does CrossFit's founder, Greg Glassman, think of this? It can kill you, he said. I've always been completely honest about that. So hardcore, dude. So hardcore. So hardcore, man. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, and I, you know, they had another quote um, of uh, basically a writer who talked about why I quit CrossFit. And they said, if you, are a cro- if you ask a CrossFit coach, the injuries were all my fault. In a culture that drives you to go as hard and fast as possible, it's difficult not to get caught up in the hype. You're supposed to p- push yourself to the limit. But when you hit the limit and the price you pay, you're an idiot who went too far. So it's your fault. Yeah. Like most it's fat diets. Oh, of totally. any kind, it's all within the it's user. It's always your fault, no matter yeah. what you were sold in the first place. It was just an interesting thing to me that that was a side effect. Now, obviously, it's not that I I never suffered from anything like that. I don't know anyone who did. But the fact that it can lead to that. And the thing about CrossFit is it is such a culture that I can it's see so that competitive. happening. It's so competitive. I can see it's that so happening. It's so competitive that, you know, the symptoms are probably not only um, diminished when you are showing those kind of symptoms, but they're probably encouraged. You know, it's yep. like, oh, dude, my I can't lift. I couldn't like move yeah. my arms after the workout yesterday. Awesome. Let's go back to the gym. Yeah. You know? yeah. And yeah. it's like, OK, that's all that's all well and good if you're like trying to be a bodybuilder or like compete in a competition or whatever. And you have like a team and a coach and all that. But if you're just like an average person who's like shelling out their money to do these things. Yeah. It's so dangerous. And also listen, like I'm spending 170 quid a month on this. So like, even if I am feeling fatigued, I feel I'm like, well, I better get my money's worth. I mean, I'm paying for it. Like I might as well be in on it. And also, I mean, I I will say this, like, you know, I mentioned that everyone was kitted out in the best stuff. I always wore like, I just wore like hoodies and, you know, I was, I was never decked out in the best stuff. I did feel like I kind of needed to prove that I, wanted to be there or that I deserved to be there around people who seemed to me it's like everyone knew each other and I was like oh like I I should try and get in on this sort of thing yeah you're like um, an outsider yeah but they were like I mean they were very nice people in there I will not say that like everyone were was they though lovely <laughs> but like a hundred burpees come on now you know, that's burpees. not very nice people Bur- burpees killed my family So we have our bullshit diet news of the week. This one has caused a lot of controversy on online and in the Twitter sphere. It's really annoyed me because I always thought the thing we're about to talk about was healthy. Right. Subway sandwiches contain too much sugar to be legally considered bread. The Irish Supreme Court rules. And everything is now different. Everything's different. Everything. Everything's changed. I've never, the world, it's I, the new normal. Everything's changed. The new normal, the world where Subway bread is no longer bread. It's like I could get used to the pandemic. I could get used to the masks, but I cannot get used to this. I refuse no. to accept this. And um, the Supreme Court today, the Irish Supreme Court, uh, ruled that sandwiches made by Subway contain too much sugar to be legally considered bread. The ruling today arose from an appeal from Bookfinders Ltd, uh, a Subway franchise, which claimed that it should not have to pay VAT as many products it sells are staple foods, uh, foods, sorry, staple foods, staple, <laughs> staple foods and should attract a 0% fat rate. So it's all about that. But the five court, five judge court ruled that the sandwiches must, must attract a rate of fat due to its sugar content. So it can't be a staple food or a staple fool. Um, devastating. Devastating because Subway has always been a chain where people have pushed that it's healthy. And by the way, like, also from gigging, I would also always have gone, like, say if I was out about 10, I'd like, yes. oh, I'll go get a Subway sandwich that's healthy. Like, I'll get, like, you know, a plain chicken breast thing with no cheese, no crack, no foam. But you know what I mean? Like, just just something that'll be a bit tasty. You know? And don't they even have the calories on yeah. the menu? Like, in America, everywhere has calories on the menu. But in Ireland, yeah. not, not so much. But in Subway, 
they've got the calories up on the board. So you're going, oh, there's a local version. Go for the six inch salad yeah. filled thing. And yeah. little did we know we were basically eating cake with our salads. I should have just time. got the fudge and cake. Yes. <laughs> I should have just gone and got some fucking carrot cake like I bloody well wanted. But should've instead gotten, of eating this shagging thing. Yeah. Should have just gotten two donuts and put a slice of lettuce between the two of them and called it a burger. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it is like Subway, by the way, have had some mad stuff going on the last few years oh. in terms of like, because they were obviously I don't want to bring up the pedophile in the room, but let's talk about their old um, like what's it called? Their spokesperson, Jared. Like it's just been a yeah. weird, weird few years. Controversial for company. Yeah. And they are the biggest fast food chain in the world. They're bigger than McDonald's. They? they have more stores around the world than even the likes of McDonald's, who you would think would be the top but that's been a recent kind of like factoid that people have been sharing um because you wouldn't think it you know but then when you do think about it, you're like every petrol station pretty much yeah. in ireland you know yeah. and news agents you know news agents that have like turned yeah. their delis over to subways and yeah there was this kind of like thought that oh well it's not fast food it's it's subway it's it is salad it's meat and yeah. it's you know how bad could it be but yeah apparently pretty bad yeah, well, listen, devastating news. Um, but I have always wondered why their very plain so chicken good. breast sandwich tasted so good. <laughs> and you so know what? It's so funny. If we have any American listeners, hello. Your bread is full of sugar. Um, anytime I have been in the States, I have noticed the difference between American bread and Irish bread in the sense oh, that yeah. I'm like, this bread is incredibly sweet that you get over in the States. Like, um, obviously, Wonder it's bread. the same sort of stuff. Wonder bread. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Fag Camp, brought to you by Grace Mulvey, Connor Dowling, and producer and sound engineer extraordinaire, Darren Lee. With new episodes released every two weeks, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you choose to listen to your podcasts. If you want to get in touch with the show, email us at fadcamppodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram and Twitter at fadcamppodcast. Podcast.